With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike, the Hebrew Hammer Brown. Welcome to another episode live here on Spotify Live. We have what I would call a very fun episode tonight. We are less than two weeks from Houston Rockets Uh, Media days, so our shows are going to be back to uh, covering after games. Uh, After every single game, we will be live here on Spotify Live. Uh, It's going to be our third year, uh, Jeremy and I doing shows after every single game, setting us what I would call apart from every other Rockets podcast, or excuse me, every other uh, SB Nation podcast out there. We are going to be live after every single game, either he and I or us separately. We are here to talk all things Houston Rockets with you guys all season. That includes starting with uh, media days here in a couple weeks. So be on the lookout for that. 
But for tonight, we got a couple things we want to talk about. Pops and I, Pops, my co-host tonight. Pops, what's going down? MB, less than two weeks till training camp. Here we go. I like it. I'm excited. I'm excited about training camp. The more I've thought about it, the more excited I am. Uh, there was a very good article that came out uh, within the last couple of days on thedreamshake.com that I encourage everybody to go check out. First of all, not only for this article, but for every article that comes out on thedreamshake.com. Our staff is absolutely killing it on the writing side. Jeremy and I can only hope to keep up on the podcast side. Um, but Lashard, uh, Lashard Binkley came out. He's one of our uh, writers with one area for all Houston Rockets starters to improve on for the 2022-2023 campaign. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to do something really fun at the end of the show. Um, came out with you have $15 to make up your all-time Houston Rockets starting lineup. So did, did you print that that I sent that to you today? Dude, I already picked my, my team. My man, so you already got your team. But essentially, we'll run through the players real quick, and then we'll give our team – I'll give my team, you give your team. We'll see who would win in a matchup. So let's get straight to it because uh, we don't like to clown around that much here at the Dream Take. We like to get to what we need to talk about for the week. So uh, one area for all Houston Rockets starters to improve on, first being Kevin Porter Jr., starting point guard. Wouldn't be my choice for a starting point guard, but let's, for the sake of this argument, KPJ, uh, Lashari thinks he needs to improve on his turnovers. Uh, last year, he averaged three and a half turnovers per game. In my opinion, I think Lashard is right on with this assessment. I would say that if there was an area he needed to improve on besides becoming a point guard, because he's still not a point guard, but most notably, the turnovers are way too high. Second part for me would be ball distribution. If he's going to be the starting point guard, I feel like for this team, his assist numbers need to be north of seven. Seven to nine, I think, would be bare minimum. Uh, but your thoughts on that take about Kevin Porter Jr.? Yeah, I definitely think he's got to get uh, more people involved. And um, it's hard when, you know, it's just basically him and Green and, you know, you got other guys who just keep clanking. But, yeah, I would like to see him get the ball to more guys in open spots. And on the turnovers, I agree with the turnovers. I don't mind a turnover if – you know, a, a defensive guy makes a really good play, but I'm just really tired. This team makes some really stupid, dumb turnovers, and I'd like to see them correct that a little bit too. Yeah, and last year, I mean, to give Kevin Porter Jr. credit, you know, he appeared in 61 games last year. He averaged 15 and a half points per game, four and a half rebounds per game, 6.2 assists. Uh, he shot the he shot 37 and a half percent from three. Kevin Porter Jr. did not have a bad year last year. And when I say that this team needs a starting point guard, it's just not him. He's just not a point guard in my eyes. So, you know, numbers-wise, he actually had a really good, you know, a good year for a guy who's playing on a a bare minimum contract. I do think that he does deserve an extension. It it all comes down to, you know, the brass tacks of what, you know, it ultimately comes down to numbers-wise. Hunter says KPJ needs to fix his assist-to-turnover ratio. I think his assist numbers will increase as we won't have to worry about Christian Wood. It's a great point by Hunter. Um, so I do feel like, you know, the if he can improve turnover and assists, I think those are the two areas for me, for him, that if he improves upon those numbers, 
I think that, you know, I think the, you know, I, I think the, 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 the talent is there. Sorry, I stuttered there for a second. But the talent is there in my eyes for him to have a good year. I think it's there. I think this team right now is much better than the team last year. You got more guys who are going to run. You got Jabari Smith. You got Tari Eason. And, you know, when you're running, you know, three on three on one, four on two, you know, he's going to get a lot more assists, you know, with these guys going to the basket. Fair. Uh, just real quick off topic, Ryan, great to have you in the in the room as always. Uh, question for you, Pops. Do you think that KJ Martin has a role with the team this year? I don't see him playing in, in front of um, Eason or um, – uh, okay, I'm drawing a comp- – Jay, Jay, Jay Shante. Thank you. I'm sorry, Jay Shante. I, I, I like KJ Martin. I think he comes in. I think he brings a lot of energy. But I think if, if he could be part of a, a trade to bring another nice piece here, that wouldn't break my heart at all. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, okay, so let's move to our next starter, Jalen Green. Look, Jalen Green, second year in the league. I think it's it, it's easy to say that he can improve on everything because um, I I think he's obviously very very good and, and very in a lot of in a lot of areas. But I think I think it's notable to say that I think he needs improvement in every area of his game. It's not a knock on him. But I think if you're asking me for areas of improvement for Jalen Green, there's not an area that he can't afford not to get better in. Would you agree with that statement? Starting with yeah, I, well, I, I think his defense was good last year, but I think his his capabilities in this league it disguise the limit. So yes, I agree with you. Um, but let's let's get to what Lashard said. Lashard says uh, Lashard said getting to the hoop and finishing at the rim. Uh, which I think is another good astute observation by Lashard. I think last year, I think he was able to get to the rim a lot. I think he struggled with being able to finish at the rim. And I think in an, an entire offseason in the weight room, I think is only going to help with that endeavor. Uh, but that is an area of Jalen's game that he could take a monumental step forward, is continuing to get to the rim whenever he wants and being able to finish when he gets to the rim. Dunk yeah. the ball. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, a, man, a man of very few words. That's where he was hesitant, but also at the same time last year. Think about the guys. This I keep referring to this year, but, you know, when he drives now, if they if they move to double team him, you know, you, you know, Christian Wood was somewhere out eating popcorn out near the three-point line. I think you're going to have Jabari Smith down low. Um, you're going to have, you know, our favorite. And then, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, I think Willie Cauley-Stein, I'm going to tell you, is going to make this team and is going to be a garbage man. And I think it's you're going to like him. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, Sean's, <laughs> Sean's got a good point about the best starting five if you're trying to build a winner long term. Uh, we'll get to that towards the end of the show. So hang out with us. Let's get through these five. Lashard mentions Eric Gordon as a starter. I'm going to vomit if he's starting night one. And, and he is. And it's, they, they could not have handled this Eric Gordon situation any worse. I, I don't know if you agree with me on that, on that sentiment, but 
if they're starting Eric Gordon, they are doing this thing so wrong. It's just ridiculous. I, I mean, where where are you? Where's he going to start? Where's he going to start? At the three. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing, man, is, look, and, and like I said, I want to give all the credit to LaShar because his entire article, go check it out, thedreamshake.com. Uh, it's a, it's a, a great article by him. I get where he's coming from because if you're going to pay him $19 million to come off of your bench, you would have traded him. I do think that there is some uh, advantage to having him on the court with the young guys because, I mean, if you think about it, man, you're running him out there. If you run out, let's say, Tari Eason from day one, you're going to run out a starting five of KPJ, Jalen Green, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith, and Alperen Shangun. I mean, you've got less than seven years of starters there that are starting in the league. I get why he's saying that they should start Eric Gordon. Uh, but his, his area of improvement for Eric Gordon is spread the love. Lower his usage, lower his usage, I should say, and get the younger guys involved. Would you agree with that sentiment of if you were trying to improve Eric Gordon's game, where would you try and improve his game, if not that making the other guys more involved when he's on the court? Well, let's face it. I mean, he's a great shooter, okay? When he's hot, well, you could say this about anybody. He he can carry this team for a half, but you're right. He's got to get to the point. Let's face it. He hasn't been hot in about three years. Um, yeah, I would like to see him, you know, take some mid-range shots, a couple of threes maybe. But, yeah, you got to get the the other guys involved. And you got to stay healthy. I mean, it's enough already yeah. with this. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make a prediction. He won't be, he won't be here opening night. You, that's, that's, that's a, where do you think he's going? Um, I don't know. It could possibly be Philly. Uh, it could possibly be New Orleans. Man, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm not a fan. We'll get, we'll get to this breakdown after, but I do want to get through the last two here. Uh, no, 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 you're perfect. Uh, Jabari Smith, uh, rookie in the league. I think Lashar comes from the standpoint of um, he says ball handling with Jabari Smith. I actually think that's a really good uh, point. If you watch him in college, one thing that he struggled with was when he had to consistently put the ball on the floor and try and get to the rim. I think that's definitely an area that he's going to have to improve at the next level. Yeah, um, just the the tapes that I watched on him, he's a much better catch-and-shoot guy, yeah. okay, which is where I think uh, Green and Porter can both help him out. But I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you where he's going to just feast is when either one of these guards get to the hole and this defense drops back, he's going to dish off, and unlike Christian Wood, he's going to finish. He'll finish around yeah. the rim. I also think I, – I, I saw it a couple times when he was in college, that dog, right? You and I, as, as Dolphin fans, we don't, we don't hide that from anybody, especially, you know, on, on our show, Bottoms Up, Fins Up, um, Fins Talk Sports Network. The – you know, guys like Tyreek Hill have that dog in them, right? Guys like – may he rest in peace – Kobe Bryant had that dog in him. And I'm not comparing Kobe Bryant to Jabari Smith. I'm not trying to do that at all. 
What I'm trying to say is Jabari, I want to see have that mean streak to him. I want him to have that killer mentality. That was the phrase I was looking for. That killer mentality of I'm better than you. I know it. And I'm going to take this ball and I'm going to shove it down your throat every single time I get the ball. That's what I want to see him improve on based on his performance at the collegiate level. I'm not going to say what he needs to improve on at the pro level because we don't know. We don't know what he's going to be. He could have that dog in him, you know? Right. Well, you know, that was Harden. You just described James yeah. Harden. He had the ball. They all knew what he was going to do. But you know what? He said, I'm better than you, and I'm going to do it better than you're going to try to cover me. I would like – you're right. I would like to see Jabari Smith be that kind of, you know, I got my foot on your throat. I'm going to fit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, it's yeah, – I'm excited to watch him play on this team. Um, finally, let's get to Alper and Shingun. Yours, mine, America's favorite center. Okay, let's get some positivity. Let's get some um, some optimism here on the show tonight. Okay, let's let's feel the vibe of Alper and Shingun. Um, Lashard points out uh, foul trouble. I think that goes without saying. I mean, last year he just couldn't stay on the floor, man. He averaged you know three plus fouls in in you know less than twenty minutes on the court per game. That's just not going to cut it. You can't be a starting center in today's NBA, you know, and average nearly three and a half fouls per 20 minutes. Yep. No, it's those fouls are just like the KPJ turnovers. They're all from the neck up. You know, he just makes, he makes dumb, he makes dumb plays, which he was 19 years old. You know, I keep, you know, we keep forgetting that, but you know what? Play more under control. And I know we played in the the whatever that was this summer. And you know You're looks like he played well. And you know what? Let's let's come out, let's give him a chance. But I'll tell you where I he needs to improve besides the fouling is he just gets killed underneath. He just he's gotta learn how to box his guy out and rebound. Yeah, I I think you make a great point. And that will conclude this part of the show. Lashar, thank you so much for writing. Again, great article. Check it out, thedreamshake.com. Let's talk about, real quick, because we touched on it a little bit. Like I said, man, Eric Gordon should not be a starter for this team. I got to tell you this. I I think this team, I want to see Jay Sean Tate play with Jabari Smith Jr. Because I think defensively, that pair would be is going to be tough to deal with. So I, I think Jay Sean Tate, I think they gave him that nice contract extension this offseason. I think Jay Sean Tate has earned the ability to be the starter from day one. I would not start Eric Gordon. I, I just wouldn't. He just he doesn't do anything for me as a starter. I I'm I agree with you. I cannot think of one thing. And yeah, he's a veteran, he's a good guy. I get it. But no, I, I just don't see where. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think you're spot on, man. I would like to just ask, put something out there before we get okay. to the next thing. And this goes out to, you know, Sean, Ryan, Hunter, Renee B. I'm going to throw something out there. I get the last couple of years what we've done. We've blown this thing up. We got rid of Harden. We got rid of Tucker. We got. I get it. We've got all these 
draft choices. Oh, my God, all these draft choices. Well, you know, then I read that, you know, Indiana wants a first round or whatever for like a Miles Turner or a Buddy Heald or both, whatever the situation is. When is it enough? Why can't we get in on this? Can you imagine Miles Turner on this team running with these young guys? I mean, we have tons of first-round picks. What are we hoarding them all for? We're not Oklahoma City. I would like well, to see a kid in on that and maybe use an Eric Gordon and a, and a K.J. Martin as part of a package. Well, uh, did you see the news, to, the Chris Middleton news today? No. Okay. So let me, let me pull up the tweet real quick. Um, so the story that came out today is Chris Middleton has yet to pick up his $40.4 million player option. Um, his quote is, I think everybody knows deep down that I want to stay here in Milwaukee. But also, you know it's a business. Things change. Things happen. You just never know. For sure, I would love to stay. Here's the thing. Here's a, here's a tweet by Ben Dubos, friend of the show, by the way, who's been on the show before. Um, his option deadline isn't until next June, but this is one worth monitoring, in my opinion. Obvious ties to Houston area and Rockets will have money to spend, plus incentive to try and win. Lewis Brown, do you think that if he is available next summer, do you think the Rockets, oh. A, should make a run at Chris Middleton, B, will make a run at Chris Middleton. I'm not waiting till next summer, first of all. Okay, look at what this has written all over it. The guy's left-handed, first of all. No, he's not. Chris Middleton is not left-handed? No. Okay, so... No, absolutely not. He's 6'7". Okay, let's pretend he's left-handed, okay? He, He wants a new deal. You know, Milwaukee's got a lot... You know, could this be another, okay, we're going to, you know, another Harden thing where, okay, we're going to throw these expirings and bring him in. How old is he? How old is he? Uh, He was born in 91. He's 31. Harden was obviously much younger than that. But, you know, I guess I'm going to be in the minority. I don't care about next summer. I don't care about how much money we're going to have to spend. I don't want to wait another year. If there's something out there that's going to make us better, let's do it now. You know? I mean, I, I, mean, I get it. Listen, I, I get it. Look, but, no, Tillman Fertitta does not have the intestinal fortitude to go after Chris Middleton. He doesn't have the balls to do it. Flat out. That's the way I feel. I could be wrong. I, I Look, I, I've been wrong before. This reeks of and you and I are going to be disappointed because if they were going to make a major move to improve the roster, they would have done it by now. They absolutely 100% and 10% would have done it by now. They haven't done it. They're not going to. They're not going to go after a Miles Turner. And, and, and until I am proven otherwise, they're just not going to do it, man. And it's – When did we get hardened? Right before – We got hardened. That's fair. Before the that's fair. But Raphael Stone, you and I both know Raphael Stone is not Dale Mora. He's playing the long game. He's at, he's he's done uh, he's done an interview saying that they are playing the long game with this, and this reeks of this type of quote coming out. They now have an out 
to do this where they're going to say, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to be, you know, all in on next summer. We already know the free agency class for next summer sucks. It's just not good. It's very top heavy and the Rockets are not going to be all in on any of those top top guys. Chris Middleton would be a surprise, but Chris Middleton would all of a sudden become the best free agent available bar none next summer. I mean, next summer, bar, I mean, you look at, I'll give you some names here. You ready? Uh, Russell Westbrook, Chris Middleton, uh, James Harden is on a player option. He's probably going to stay in Philadelphia. Kyrie Irving, Chris Stapps Porzingis, Andrew Wiggins is a name to watch if I'm the Rockets. Um, his dad, you know, obviously played for the Houston Rockets, some ties there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Al Horford, Nikola Vucevic, Harrison Barnes, Jeremy Grant, Miles Turner, uh, Bogdanovich, Karis LeVert, Gary Trent. Chris Middleton is the best guy on that list, and it's not even close. So why would he choose to come here unless you just give him every penny of a max deal? And I don't see Tillman Fertitta doing that. But is there a guy on that list that you say, oh, my God, we have to do whatever we can to get that guy? No, there's not a guy. And if you're going to get Chris Middleton and you're going to pay him crazy money, I'm not waiting until he's 32. I'm going to do it now. Yeah, but I think the problem with doing it now, if you're Milwaukee, you can't trade Middleton. Unless you're getting a King's ransom for Middleton, they're an NBA title contender this year. You don't trade Chris Middleton. Now, I think it's a little different in the James Harden example because, um, what's it called? He was a sixth man on that team, and they knew they weren't going to pay him. Chris Middleton's their second best player. They're not giving up Chris Middleton. If you're getting Chris Middleton, he has to make it to free agency next summer. Uh, Hunter says, wouldn't be mad at getting Bogdanovich as a free agent next year, if I'm honest. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's not enough of an upgrade, though, on the roster the way it's currently constructed. Chris Middleton would be a phenomenal get for me. Where would you play him? Um, it's a good question. It's, it's a really good question. I think what you would do is you, the easy answer is – your foursome of forwards would become Jabari Smith, Chris Middleton, Jay Sean Tate, and Tari Eason. And that, that's where you would play your, your four forwards. I wouldn't be mad at that. Are you kidding me? You could sign me up for that six days from yesterday. You know, you start you to Tari Eason. Well, start, I mean, he would get some legitimate minutes. He would be the backup to Jabari Smith Jr. Well, like I said, I, you know, it's turning into, you know, this is what Boston did. You know, they hoarded all these picks and Ainge would never trade any of these picks and it, it got them fired, you know, and. You know, Utah's doing the same thing now. They're going to start hoarding picks. I mean, of course, nobody's going to come to anywhere that Oklahoma City's got. But, I mean, I I don't know how many first-round picks we've got right now between Brooklyn's and Milwaukee's and our – We've got a lot. We've got a lot. See, I just think it would be an unbelievable show of – to the fans that – look at us, okay? You know what? We're trying to get better, and we're trying to get better now. We're not going to wait 
till next year. And that's me. I, I'm, I might be in the total minority. Everybody else want, you know, let's rebuild, blah, blah. I'm, I'm done with it. I think we've got enough pieces. You had one key stud and this is a, this is a nice team. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree. We are going to break some news here here on the show, non-Rockets related. The Boston Celtics announced today the team has suspended head coach Ime Udoka for the entire 2022-2023 season for violations of team policies. A decision about his future with the Celtics beyond this season will be made at a later date. The suspension takes effect immediately. So they did decide to do it for the whole season, the whole kid and caboodle, if you will, the whole enchilada. Crazy. Well, you shouldn't be doing what he was doing. Crazy. Um, I will say this. I mean, we, we will do this, this exercise of um, you have $15 to pick your, your team at a show at a later date. I think there's some other stuff I want to dive into pops. If that's okay with you. Um, Look, man, I'm with you, right? I think as we get closer to the season, I think the roster is going to be set. I think Sean makes a good point. Rockets need a few guys to emerge, like a Darius Garland. Um, You know, guys like a – I'll give you a perfect example, man. A De'Aaron Fox in Sacramento. If they're ready to blow that up, I wouldn't mind hoarding picks and players for a guy like that. You pair him with a Jalen Green and a Jabari Smith – You can sign me up for that six days from yesterday. Um, Those are the types of names. I get what the Rockets would be doing in that scenario if they're not going after guys like Miles Turner, like you and I talked about on our previous show. It's a gamble, man. It's a gamble with with fans like you and I, because you and I want it done right now. You know, we don't want to wait. We don't want to have it at a point where – you know, the Rockets are holding out for these guys. And all of a sudden, you know, Miami swoops in with a deal for De'Aaron Fox. You know, and finds a way to offload the Kyle Lowry contract. You know, that's what would piss me off is if a guy like De'Aaron Fox could be had and the Rockets don't do everything in their power to go get a guy like that. And we don't know. To be fair to everybody listening, you know, right now and, and, and tomorrow and beyond, I, we don't have inside sources with the team. You know, where we don't know if they're doing everything that it takes to go get these guys. I'm assuming that they don't. That's just the way I feel about it. Is he a, is he a game changer for you? De'Aaron Fox? Yeah. Yeah, he's a top 10 point guard in the league. I mean, with his, I mean last with his year. guys that we've got right now that, you know, have to no, create their own shot. Miles Turner is just an example. I'm just thinking of a. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, I mean De'Aaron Fox. I mean he's been in the league five years. He's improved points per you know points per game at every single season. He's not a great three point shooter. I think is the downfall to his game. He's also not a great assist man. Um, last year he dipped a little bit. Every other year, he's been north of seven assists two out of his five years. Nearly touched it in a third. His first year, he just was not a great player uh, in the league. You know, De'Aaron Fox is that guy to me. Sean says, unless there's a Harden or a Paul or a LeBron level that can glue rosters together, I get it. I mean, look, man, 
we'll give our official predictions for the season as we get closer to the season. I'm just I'm anticipating not a great year, unfortunately. And it's going to be another year. I think they're going to be better than they were last year. Obviously, it goes without saying. You add, you know, Ty Ty Washington, you add Tari Eason, you add Jabari Smith, year two of, you know, you know, Green and company. They're going to be better, man. Any final thoughts before we wrap the show up? Uh, no, I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm psyched for training camp. I'm going to be curious to see, you know, I've kind of forgotten some of the, the guys that they're bringing in from summer league or, you know, who knows, is there a, a surprise out there that they're going to bring in and somebody's going to come in and just go bonkers crazy. I, I, do you, do you have, do you remember some of the guys they're bringing in? Is there someone out there that, you think that, oh, my God, this guy could be a player? I don't. I don't, I don't unfortunately. I think because their roster is pretty much set, if you think about it, man. You know, you look at the, you know, you look at the five starters, right? That doesn't include uh, Ty Ty Washington. That's six who's going to be a player. Let's assume Eric Gordon starts. That doesn't include Jay Sean Tate. Jay Sean Tate is seven. Tari Eason is eight. Um, Josh Christopher is nine. I mean, there's your nine guys, you know, right. Usman Garuba, I think, is going to get some run on this team, as you should, as a, you know, first-round pick. And he did some nice stuff for Spain um, outside of crapping his pants in a game, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, you know, that's 10. Yeah, that that doesn't include Garrison Matthews, you know, too. I think Garrison Matthews is still going to get some run for this team. Well, then, so you're telling me there's 11 – so it's going to come down to either uh, uh, Bruno, Fernando, uh, not Kobako, Fernando, or Boban, or Willie Cauley-Stein. Is that what you're telling me? I think it has to, man. And that's why if, if they keep Boban on this team, I, I would be furious to me because he's such a – he's a nice guy. I like those goldfish commercials that he does with Tobias Harris are pretty funny. But – if the Rockets are serious about making this team better night in and night out, then those 12 spots that you get to dress guys on the night of a game need to go to guys that are going to get legitimate, that have the ability to get legitimate minutes and either showcase them. Oh, we didn't even talk about KJ Martin. KJ Martin's 12. You know, I mean, that's 12 right there. So if you're going to keep all these guys, you know, and obviously you get 15 roster spots. So, you know, depending on who you dress and you send people up, you send people down. You know, my my opinion on it is a guy like Ty Ty Washington, I think is going to get squeezed out. And it sucks, man. Like that would suck to me because I think the guy's got legitimate talent. So. Why would he be squeezed out? I mean, he's your backup point. I mean, I think they're going to look to uh, Josh Christopher to take on some of that role. You know, because I think he, he, they're going to say that he does more. You know, and, and Sean says, I like having Boban around the around for the locker room at least. Fair point. You know, I, but if you're going to keep Eric Gordon around, then why are we keeping Boban around to have, you know? Well, because I'll tell you why. I get it. The guy's a freak. Uh, you look at him. But I'm going to tell you what he does. He does exactly what we couldn't do last year. He gets rebounds. And he can put he can dunk the ball over anybody. And I'm telling you, this guy could be. I just think he's going to be a guy we're going to use. That's fair. Pops, thanks for joining the show tonight, my man. It's always fun.
Thanks for having me. Thanks to everybody who uh, tuned in tonight. My man. Man, what a great show tonight. Time flies by. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. I want to take a quick moment to thank everybody who has stuck with us the entire summer. Uh, guys like Hunter and Ryan and Sean and Pops and, and Jeremy and I, we can't thank y'all enough. Everybody who listens, we love y'all so much. We appreciate y'all so much. We are nearly there. Media days, uh, games coming up. So excited. We hope you guys will stick with us the entire season. Can't wait. Uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure to head on over to at the Dream Take. Give us a follow there. Follow the mothership of the Dream Take, the Dream Shake, at Dream Shake SBN. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Bottoms Up, Fins Up. Uh, if you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, any day that ends in Y, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all of our incredible writers and all the amazing content that they are pumping out. Sean points out week from Sunday, game one preseason. Can't wait, baby. Cannot wait. Until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.